Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Today is Friday, June the 1st. Let's go ahead and open up our Bibles to Matthew chapter number 9. And today we're going to look at two verses, verses 14 and 15. We'll read this and then go to the Lord in prayer. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast oft, but thy disciples fast not? And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then they will fast. Heavenly Father, we do come before you now and ask that you'd bless the reading of your word, that you would open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to understand the things that you have for your children today. Father, you know the needs that are met, that are represented on both sides of this microphone. Ask that you'd meet them according to your riches in glory. Amen. The disciples of John raised a question concerning fasting. They wanted to know why they and the Pharisees fasted often, yet the disciples of Jesus didn't fast at all. So Jesus answers their question, and his answer is simple. The disciples of Jesus were not going to fast as long as Jesus was with him. And he uses the example, people in the bride chamber doesn't, don't fast while the bridegroom is with them, but they would fast when he was gone. And then he says in verse number 16, No man putteth a piece of new cloth unto an old garment, for that which is put in to fill it up taketh from the garment, and the rent is made worse. So now he begins to introduce a completely new way of doing things as compared to the Old Testament. He says that a man doesn't fix a tear in an old garment by sewing in a new piece of cloth. When the new piece of cloth shrinks, it will tear the old garment. It's just pretty simple truth. And then verse 17 speaks to the same thing. He says, neither do men put new wine into old bottles or else the bottles break and the wine runneth out and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles and both are preserved. Again, if one puts new wine into an old bottle, fermentation, it's going to break. Why? Because the old leather bottles have already expanded to their full capacity. The point that Jesus was making was that his teaching was new. The Old Testament law brought by Moses from Mount Sinai brought death. However, the New Testament, the message of grace brought by Jesus in his law of the kingdom, which he just delivered, we call the Sermon on the Mount, brought life. Paul explained it this way. The first Adam, the law, brought death, but the second Adam, Jesus, brought life. Paul speaks to this in the book of Romans. Uh, Romans, let's look over there. Romans chapter 5 and verse number 15. In Romans 5 and verse number 15, it says, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense one, one of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift 
For the judgment was by one to condemnation, speaking of Adam, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification, which of course comes through Jesus Christ. Uh, For by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, speaking of old Adam. Even so, by the righteousness of one, speaking of Jesus, the free gift came upon all men unto justification. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that once the offense might that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. And that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life. How? By Jesus Christ our Lord. So Paul is explaining that the first Adam brought death. The second Adam, Jesus, brought life. So the bottom line is that we can have law and we can have grace, but we cannot have law with grace and we cannot have grace with all. It's an either or proposition and not a both. You're either under the law, under condemnation, which was brought about by sin, by Adam's disobedience, or you are under grace, which was brought about by Jesus's obedience unto life. Uh, Paul spends a great deal of time in his epistles talking about this because not only did the Jews of the day have a real hard time understanding this, but even the early church, Paul being the apostle to the Gentiles. And, you know, we said, we say, well, why did he spend so much time comparing law and grace? Because we struggle with it. As a matter of fact, he told the Galatians in chapter number five, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now he's referring to the law. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, in other words, if you try to keep the law, Christ will profit you nothing. For Christ has freed us from the law is what he's trying to say. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised trying to keep the law. You are a debtor to do the entire law. You can't just pick and choose which parts of the law you want to obey. You're either completely under it or you're completely out from under it. Christ has become of no effect unto you, whosoever you are, justified by the law. Ye have actually fallen from grace. Again, the bottom line is that you can have the law or you can have grace. But you cannot have the law with grace, and you cannot have the grace with law. Jesus has came, come to set us free from the law of sin and death. God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember, God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.